What a who are we? Welcome to Moms Unpacking Autism. This is Stacy and I'm Ann, and today we're just going to discuss friendship. Friendship. Um, it's a complicated word if you're a mom with uh, any kind of kid, um, anytime. I think anybody that has kids that changes their friendship situation around, mm -hmm. like their availability and all of that. And I think there's this expectation that once you have an infant, you're going to be in seclusion for a while or you're going to be harder to get in touch with. Mm -hmm. And then I think that wears off for people around age four mm -hmm. uh, where they're like, okay, well, now your kid's in school or, you know, like preschool. And so now you're available. Mm -hmm. Right, <laughs> right, right. Now you can have Yeah, yeah. And I, I never feel available mm. ever. Like I, I, I don't. I don't know. Like what my deal is about that, but um, I feel like if I take an evening or whatever with with friends, it takes months of planning. Um, or I go and then like, see, now I'm going to be like brutally honest about this. And then, you know, this is the problem with having people who know you watch. <laughs> <laughs> I often find the things that are supposed to be restorative with girlfriends or whatever, not in the least bit restorative. Hmm. I find them exhausting, and I don't know if it's just like, you know, my undiagnosed autism um, or <laughs> or what, but it does not recharge me. It's like um, Girls Weekend. Why? I will, I will go. Why? Um, we have to go there, Stacey. Why? Do you think why? I think I think so. I think, well, I think it's a couple things. I think um, uh, I have a lot of anxiety with travel. Okay. So I think, I think people put kind of a layer on that, you know, like, if you're going somewhere, that that's super fun. Okay. Just as, like, a starting point. And okay. for me, it starts out as, okay, bracing, uh, a, a lot of therapy to get ready to do it. Um, Are we talking then, car travel, the, too? I know plane travel is um, an issue, but plane travel is a nightmare for me. Right. Um, well, it depends on on who's gathered and what's happening. Um, so so like if if I haven't seen, um, it, it really just depends. So like so like last year I went to like a girls' uh, weekend, and I had like so okay. <laughs> We'll back up. Okay. So when you when you have um, certain kinds of PTSD, what happens is you are triggered by um, scenarios or things that happen um, in in typical life that for typical people aren't going to do anything. I compare it to like somebody without PTSD hears a firework and says that's loud. Somebody with it. It, it sends into like, you know, a, a different zone. Okay. So for me, a lot of my trauma is travel based okay. um, and, and occurred in cars, hotel rooms, um, uh, you know, lack of food, um, a whole bunch of things that are associated with a typical trip. Okay. And so, so for me, it's like I got to get prepared for hotel rooms. Like okay. if that does not come naturally or whatever. Okay. Um, I, I don't sleep well in front of other people. 
Okay. Uh, so the like, oh, okay, so we're just all going to crash on the couch. You know, so, not going to happen. Okay. When I was a Girl Scout leader, I would just stay awake all night and watch them. <laughs> you know, like, it's probably that's why I'm not creepy. a good sleepover mom either. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. No, it's a terrible, it's a terrible, yeah, that's sad. it is a terrible thing to do. Yeah. So, so you layer that then next to, I have a kid that's very hard to leave. Mm-hmm. Like he has, um, well, he's not anymore. I had mm-hmm. <laughs> a child into a young adult. Um, I still, he's still really uncomfortable overnight. Okay. Um, and so, you know, where, where does that line blur between somebody is your excuse and somebody is, you know, legitimately preventing you from doing right stuff. Right. Right. And for me, that is a complicated, difficult, um, stress-infused conversation, right? So there's no there's no scenario that just lands on my lap where it's like, oh, let's go to Disney, and then my brain goes like, oh, that sounds like fun, mm, you know? <laughs> that's right. just, that's, I'm incapable of that. Right. So, uh, which isn't to say I don't have joy or wonder or whatever, but it um, it. Um, I think it makes special needs parenting all the trickier because, you know, I work very hard not to transfer anxiety to uh, my kids. Right. You know, that was a, right. that was a big deal. And I, I think we have some evidence that my kids have no travel anxiety. Uh, okay. <laughs> some, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you so did a good that. job. Good job, Stacey. I did a good job yeah. with them. Yeah. But, yeah. um, but, um, but it it's then then you got the whole autism thing, um, which by which I mean the whole autism thing. I mean, I have to consciously. Okay, so like, um, we have a Taco Tuesday thing with some of my friends in the area here, okay. and we get together and and then we just have like. Um, well, I don't drink, but uh, we we have uh, you know, wine and tacos and mm-hmm. sit around mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. I usually feel at the end of those exhausted and happy to go home and mm-hmm. eat and relax at that point. The okay. going is not relaxing. Okay. Right? Okay. <laughs> so, huh. so, so the thing is about like casual encounters like that is I do sometimes think that's just a little bit of social anxiety. I don't know these people well yet. Once I really get to know people, then I'm like, um, it's super easy to go do something like that. I'm right. really forthcoming as a friend. Right. Uh, but that, um, I find it exhausting to have to kind of explain what 21 can do and what he can't do. Mm. And people, people, we had a, we had a Taco Tuesday a couple, one of the first ones I went to where somebody kept kind of, um, she's not a regular in the group, but she kept hounding at me about whether or not he was going to be able to live independently. Mm-hmm. And just kept going on it and going on it. And I, and you know, I was there to eat tacos and not mm-hmm. think about. Right. 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 Sometimes I have a, I have a hard time with that. Yeah. Um, so do you want your time with friends to be, me. right. Do you want it to be an escape? 
where you're forgetting about it? Or do you want it to be an integral part of your life? Would you prefer that maybe the people you're hanging out with already know those difficult parts of yeah. your life? And so then yeah. you don't have to talk about them anymore, right? So then, right, then you right. just need the old friends that have been with you since, you know, time, yeah, time began. Right, 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 right. right but right, right. that and, becomes and, very difficult for you because you've moved so much. So exactly. you have those exactly. kind of friends like this, but you don't have right. those kind of friends maybe face to face because they've, they've just been getting to know you in the last few years. So, right. Yeah. And, and also who I am now is so different from right. who I was then. Right. So, so like, for example, I can go out for taco Tuesday. No problem now. Right. Do you, you can know, leave the house. Like, yes. I can leave the house. Yes. I can leave for hours. I can't as easily like, um, if we were to like, so, so we went on a road trip thing the other day, right to, um, about four hours away. Uh, right. And we, and we went and, and I really relaxed and we had, um, fun and, and everything, but like, I knew we needed to be home by seven mm -hmm. and he was counting on us being home at seven. Mm -hmm. And if we weren't home by seven, that was going to be an issue. Right. So right. there, there isn't, there isn't a lot of like, oh, well no, we just decided we'd stay over at the inn tonight. Right. You can't be spontaneous. <laughs> Right. No, you can't be right. spontaneous. That's right. that's that's a good thing. And and I think also that the, that it, apparently in your fifties it's just hard to make friends too. You know, that's really? my understanding. Okay, well, yeah, it's supposed okay. to be like really I have hard. to disagree with you because okay. I have made so many friends. I mean, when we, <laughs> I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> when we moved into this neighborhood, you know, we we mm -hmm. started working on our house, and I didn't even expect to make friends, and all of a sudden. What happened? Oh, I met someone at a historic society meeting. She invited us to a um, music night. I stayed wait, all wait, quiet. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. Whoa, stop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Okay, that would not happen in California. You used the phrase someone invited you to. Invited <laughs> us? Yes. Invited okay. me to. And all then right. I'm at the music night, and I'm like all shy, but I managed to talk to a few women. And good those job, women were, were fascinated because of the house that we bought because it's such a yeah, historic house, the coolest right? thing ever. Yeah, yeah. coolest yes. thing ever. And so she's like, You all I should go stay there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's, well, she's like, yes. yeah, she can stay there. Yes. Um, yeah. I, um, <laughs> she said, you need to have a music night at your barn. So I was like, oh, okay. So then I had a music night at my barn, invited some people. Most people didn't show because they didn't know me, but a couple people right. showed. And those people have like adopted me into their lives. And so tonight I'm going out with them and I, you know, I go to all their music nights and I do all this stuff. And, and then, you know, the woman who invited us over, we're doing things with her and her husband. And then my neighbors were doing things with, and then our whole, our whole community has parties. Wait, your like, neighbors, your neighbors speak to each other. My neighbors not only speak to us, they share. We share, you know, like, is your lawnmower broken? You know, or can I use your lawnmower? Mine's broken. Or, you know, you can use my truck anytime you want. Or, you know, let's get together and go out tonight. And, you know. Okay, here's my best we moved into the neighborhood story. Okay. I took brownies to the people who moved in across the street. They moved here from Colorado. Well, that was and nice. we moved here from Colorado. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. she said, why? Why what? Why, why did you would, bring brownies? Why did I bring yes, and that's the last we ever heard from her. <laughs> that is like so nobody weird. in my neighborhood talked to each other but like, at all. I don't understand this about California because when I, I was know. in Southern California, honestly. Oh, SoCal is totally different. 
It's okay. Cause honestly, I made friends with, I mean, I stayed at someone's house for four days because I met her at a wedding and a lunch and you know, and then oh, I got yeah, to- no. Well, you know, I may just be a raving bitch too at this point. It's hard to know. But I think, I think really, um, we live in a really rural part that's very closed and everyone's been there for a long time. It reminds oh. me of when we first moved to Vermont and it right. took three years. And then once we were in, Mm-hmm. You know, people people remember us twenty years later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I think I think there's part of that. Um, yeah. Uh, partly, um, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, I just feel like I'm doing something wrong now. Now you're making me feel like I'm doing something wrong. So no 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 maybe must be some, maybe yeah, okay. it's just where you're living. Okay, let me go back then. Okay. The last place we lived before we lived here, okay. we had no friends. Uh-huh. Like we lived there okay. for seven years. We had no friends. And, and I mean, I had a couple cousins that did things with me, right? But yeah. else, nobody ever bothered talking to us. So now, then I thought, well, maybe it's because I'm not involved in the church. Maybe if I was involved in the church, I would sure. have some friends. But mm-hmm. And we weren't. But um, no, nothing. So I think it really depends on where you are. You know? I think also, um, yeah, you know, to like the, the autism effect on friendship, I think um, is... It is true. So, so well, at least it's been true for us. Um, I have, um, you know, I was talking about my friend that has the kid with the brain injury, right? And he has ongoing, um, uh, you know, she has been a force of nature. She mm-hmm. has done, I mean, just probably 12 hours a day, relentlessly. He's in his 20s. Um, she's just hardcore all in. Like, she arranged with, like, the symphony, you know, for him to, like, uh, get, like, a kind of a second job thing. And she sort of has to do the job with him, but they let her do it, and she's done it for years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's in local theater um, because she does all the costumes and she does all the setup and she brings him to every practice and you know you know it's 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 really involved. Plus, oh my gosh, the number of speech therapists and different people they've had. Well, she has a situation where people said none of that was going to be possible to affect change mm-hmm. in this kid, mm-hmm. right? And he's a difficult kid to know, young man. Um, he's not conversational. He's very repetitive. He has some, um, you know, mannerisms that can be off-putting if you're not used to it. So where we ran into problems becoming friends, and I bring her up for a couple reasons, is 21 is not very good with people that have issues. Oh. They scare him. Yeah. And so, so, so there isn't that blending that sometimes happens where people are like, oh, well, my kid's disabled and your kid's disabled, so, like, they're going to get along. Yeah, that, like, doesn't, like, that does work. not a happen. No, 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 no. No, it doesn't no. kind of, yeah, it's kind no. of like saying, like, you're white and I'm white. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not enough. It's no, not enough. no. And, and it's a little, it's beyond disrespectful. But on the other hand, yeah. she knows that I'm a safe parent, right? Mm-hmm. Because right. I'm not going to make fun of her kid. I'm not going to question. I'm going to rejoice with her on on her things that have happened, right? Yeah. Okay, so so we're, we're good. And then... Um, and then she was talking to me about um, how a friend of hers that she'd had for like 30 years at this point kind of dropped her mm. recently because her issues with her son were too exhausting and just didn't change. Okay. 
So then you're left with, am I, as a person, annoying the shit out of everybody with mm. my issues? Mm-hmm. If I don't share them, am <laughs> I being too, yeah. you know, tight or withholding? Um, is it my right to just be friends with people and have them have no idea what's going on, you know, with uh, with my son? Or is that such a big part of my life that if I, you know, is it's not honest, right. you know? Um, right. The um, you know, my husband, he's worked places where people didn't even know, where he's, mm-hmm. it, it just, quote, never comes up. I don't mm-hmm. ever have a conversation mm-hmm. with anybody where eventually it doesn't come up. Okay. So, so yeah. I don't, I think that that's intentional, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so we've got that, but then here's the irony or the complicated issue of friendship. When I see that friend call, I'm like, I don't know that I have the bandwidth today to listen to this person. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because I have my you own have stuff. your own stuff. And so she needs me as a friend, but do you want to be friends? Like how do you do how do you navigate friendships that don't that you know are really important to the other person, but which don't uh, fill your heart easily? You know, you know what I mean. Like, like I have friends that like. Well, you know, I had a bad friend breakup when we left Colorado over, which was my first adult friend breakup, where like I thought we were going to be friends for the end of time, and it, no, <laughs> and oh. I was so blindsided and confused. so then I thought, well, maybe I'm just bringing my own stuff forward, and you know, all of that. But what I realized is, it's going to take a toll on you. Or yeah. maybe it doesn't. It has taken a toll on me. I'll put it that way. Um, I've been to, what would you say, probably 40 birthday parties over the years where my kid was the pity invite. Or <laughs> or the, well, we're going to, or we really like Stacy, or yeah. well, I guess we have to. Yeah. Or or the invitation that goes like this. Well, oh, of, co- of course your son can, can come too. Right. Which sounds right. very different than when people invite my daughter, which is, oh, can she come? Yeah. So yeah. I know that there's a different scale there. So I think over time, for me, that has left an imprint of um, defensiveness, but also I'm not willing to be set up for the rejection anymore. Okay. So trust it, issues. In, there's yeah, some trust I think, issues I think, here. Yeah. I think, I think that's what, I think that's yeah. what that is. So... Um, and, you know, I think like with, um, uh, I think people also want me as an adult to grow out of mental health problems, Uh you know, so, so I think they're like, well, yeah, but it's a really important wedding. Uh-huh. So you need to not have this issue for this wedding, okay. or you know, yeah, or, yeah, um, right. And so, yeah. so in that way, twenty ones in my life mirror each other very. I have a great deal of empathy mm-hmm. for his friendship situation, and he does for mine mm. because we both have um, the inability to just set the ball down and mm-hmm. say like, "Oh, well, okay, today this isn't," you know. This isn't going to bother me. Like, I can't predict. I have lots and lots and lots of times where I do things where, like, 
it, it should have maybe triggered something, but it doesn't. Right. And then, you know, I'll have other times where, um, you know, I, I can't... Um, I can't be forthcoming because I also need to still have friends, mm -hmm. um, stay employed, mm -hmm. um, be perceived as a competent individual because mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. um, it's just that our society isn't really very great about you mm -hmm. not doing the stuff that most people, the perceptions most people typically do. Right? So, I mean, what we're so, really talking about is letting it all hang out. <laughs> You know, I mean, there are times you let it all hang out and there are times you don't let it all hang out. There's times there's people that are safe to let it hang out with. And there's people that are mm -hmm. not safe to let it hang out with. There are times that you don't, even with the safe people, let it all hang out because you understand that maybe they can't take your hanging out at that point. And there's the reciprocal give and take of a relationship, right? There's all those dances to mm -hmm. a relationship. So... You know, it's right, right. So that's a complex road that we walk through all the time, right? And have to be sensitive right. to. But that's no different than anybody. You know, like if if you meet a regular person with neurotypical kids, and they have a bad yeah. job or they've had a bad day. You know, I mean, sometimes it's just not appropriate to say I've had a bad day with these particular people. Or, or if you're going right. out for a girl's night out and you want to all, you know, have fun, you don't want someone there that's a Debbie Downer that's like, oh, right. <laughs> my poor lot, you know, like, so then you keep that to yourself and you hide it, right? But that's right. appropriate. That's socially appropriate to do that. You know, true, I don't true, let true. it all, I don't walk up to people and talk about my daughter has autism, but you right. know, once in a while, if I'm in a really deep relationship with someone and then they'll ask me about my daughter, I can say, well, you know, she does have autism and blah, 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 you know, mm -hmm. so, but mm -hmm. I don't make mm -hmm. it my identity either. Right. And, and, and this is like, even though it's been part of my identity, it is part of who I am. I don't make it my identity because who I am in my spirit is not all about, my daughter's autism or my own feelings about that, you know, those are a part of me, but there's so much more of me, you know, and, and, and the part of that part of me depresses the heck out of me to tell you the truth. So I would mm -hmm. rather focus on the things that are so much more of me, like, whoa, she's creative and she likes to do this and she loves to talk to people and, you know, loves music and art. And, and, and I'd rather have that be the part that I focus on relationships with because that builds me up instead of tears me down. So even with, I don't have as many relationships with people who have these issues because if I talk about it too much, I get depressed, right? <laughs> and I get like, yeah. I get myself in a mood and then I'm starting to focus on that world and that world bugs me, you know? So mm -hmm. I don't know if it's that I'm not integrated as much as I'm trying to focus on the things that build me up so I can deal with the things in that other world. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. I um, I have not been even vaguely capable of that. Um, <laughs> I feel like um, I I feel like um, I just figured out about uh, a year ago that no, okay, it's been two years. Yeah, it's been two years. Uh, two years ago, I figured out that I can buy, I'm not, this sounds like I'm exaggerating, I am not, that I can buy a pad of paper and draw what I want to on it. 
Like, for real. That's, like, a big step to me. Like, I never, ever, ever, um, I never, ever do anything for just for fun for me. Like, I didn't. I have now. I do now. Okay. um, Okay. Good, because else we'd have to have a talk. (laughs) Yeah. No, so... So like, but like I'm Midwestern hardcore raised Methodist, you know, mm. like you do not quilt mm-hmm. to entertain yourself. You mm. quilt because somebody needs to raffle something for a charity that, you know, maybe that's not Midwestern. Yes. Maybe that's just being raised by like a hardcore Christian grandmother. You know, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. you, do, you don't have, you don't, you don't right. buy a dish towel because it's cute. Right. You need you a know, dish towel. You need, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you do something cute to it, it's because it's a Christmas present for somebody else. You certainly would never make yourself okay. a cute dish towel. That would be obscene, wow. right? Yeah. You know, like yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. like literally, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh dear, like the vapors. So right? It's it's about um, you being here to be a servant to everybody else. Absolutely. You are not here like, to breathe the air and enjoy it, right? Right. Oh no, not at all. Right. And then and then I think. Um, you layer onto that. I went to you know really prestigious um, high school where the expectation was the Ivy League. Everybody was um, you know it's a school full it's it's a school full of people who are like well that one's a senator and that one's you know head of this and this one's on the monetary wow. fund you know I see and this one owns like this chain of hotels and you know so I'm forever having these experiences where it's like oh yeah there's my friend sitting with you too and I'm debating like can I make myself drive to this concert right 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 so it feels very small in comparison to what the expectations were hmm. for what was possible for me so so I think what happens then with friendship is with some of those like friends from high school mm-hmm. what I bring with that is a sense of failure or defeat because it is to them <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're nice about it but mm-hmm. there isn't anyone there that was like you know it'd be really great is if you were a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. I think that that really is that's the hardest job there is you know <laughs> so you're really struggling Nobody says that you're struggling with your right. expectations already set up to you early on you know that you Very had to be on. something really important right. really important and then- Oh, yes. And that stay-at-home mom isn't important, but you're forced to be a stay-at-home mom when you have a child with special needs, and and so you're trying to piece I, I together a life. Our... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so Dave um, and I had this really uh, funny little tidbit conversation yesterday where I said, this is so interesting, I said, oh, my God, we should have just put them in daycare. Like, I don't know why I thought it was important to be with them or whatever. And he says... Wait, remember, we couldn't find a daycare for him. Interesting. So we were living in Austin, Minnesota, and we went to four or five daycares, and none of them would take him. Okay. And so we literally couldn't put him in daycare. You were forced to stay at home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. I forgot. Cause so, so how I put that in my head is yeah. I made this choice that limited my choices. <laughs> no. Not so much. No. 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 Yeah. No. So, so I think you layer that with expectations, which are bizarre. Like, right. uh, you know, right. I get that they're not. Um, uh, I don't exactly get, but I kind of understand. Um, or, or like. Uh, um, so, what was the point of this? Oh, the point of this was. So, 
like I got invited to this girls weekend last year with the the girls from um some of the girls yeah. from high school. We're back at the right? girls weekend. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. And so okay. the girls okay, so this year's invitation comes to the girls weekend and I say, I'm not even kidding. I write back my RSVP to thirteen people <laughs> saying I'm I'm really depressed. I can't imagine being alive in April, but okay. <laughs> I'm gonna like kill myself, but just like the very thought. <laughs> Which, of course, they kind of think you're kidding and being funny, and they're like, "Oh, oh they, they love Stacey. She's, so oh, she's so funny." She's so funny, but you're yeah, like, yeah, "She's hmm. so funny," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "No, I am not." So you're just so funny. real, right? You're just and so, so real. and funny, so, but. I think that well, it can be, but um, um, but I think that that I think you're right too, though. I think that there's a realness there, or a lack of. It's a very weird combination of filter and no filter, mm-hmm. right? Right. So, right. Um, so, so it, so it, it um, it's uh, people often say to me things like, "Oh, you know, I can't believe you're so brave to say that," and then I think to myself, "Are you not living in reality with us? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like how can you?" not speak truth to this mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Yeah. so so for example i'm having to not send a letter i'm thinking i might actually um so my high school reunion's coming up and okay. my high school had a big sex scandal this year where they did um they found out that there were uh you know some teachers had been sexually exploiting some kids and and so they did a review of this whole like what's happened over the years and you know it's boarding school so you know oh. it's home so anyway oh. so so it was a big deal and there were reporters contacting um me and there was you know i went forward to the to the uh kind of lawyer person they had set up and I was very public in my like if you need to share something with me but you're not brave enough to tell the lawyer please do and you know it was really out there about that okay so then you juxtapose that against the um, let's all get together for the high school reunion Uh and you know I want to send a letter that says you know dear reunion people you know what we need is healing over sexual offenses like <laughs> I think that would draw people more than tea with the headmistress, right? Okay, so so I think that that level of engagement is is honest, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. But uh-huh. what it can do, and and my same with autism, is is it it can be friendship with somebody who's willing to say that can feel dangerous to people, right? You know, like what, what, what is she going to say? Will she share my stuff? Um, which I won't. Which I never will. Which I haven't. <laughs> but, um, but mm-hmm. it can feel like, you know, there's, um, there's too much skin in the game, right? Because right, you know, right. Stacy's not relaxed enough. Now, I haven't. Um, um, I think the other problem I have with friendship. Uh, that sounds like you don't have it all, is uh, and now really just I'm totally filled with envy and I think I'm going to be sad about this all day. Um, I, <laughs> I think that you have, um, <laughs> I think you have a tremendous ability to keep people in your life. Hmm. 
Like I feel like I feel like everybody that I know that you know, which you know isn't like zillions of people, but whatever. Mm -hmm. I, those people all feel like they know you as well then as they did today. It's a con there's a constant thread. Um, nobody's like, wow, I lost touch with her. Wonder how that all turned out. You know, <laughs> like I I get very much a sense that you have a really strong sense of. Um, community and does that come from not from having a um, I'm going to be comparative here and competitive um, does that come from your not putting autism at the center of your, your I life? Wonder. Like, I don't know I don't know um, I would say it was Facebook but um, yeah uh, I, there are quite no a few joke people. though no 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 when really people yeah. say like they hate Facebook I'm like uh, no <laughs> Like, yeah, no, because so many people, it's almost like I could get together with someone for not having seen them in five years and they'll know everything mm -hmm. about me anyway because they've been looking at Facebook. Right. So then we don't right. even have anything to talk about. So sometimes I don't think Facebook's good, but there right. are people, there are <laughs> yeah, people no. that I, you know, because it got so crazy for a few of those years with the autism mm -hmm. and all this stuff going on in our lives, I did lose touch with some really good friends. And there mm -hmm. were some people that, that just kind of like, oh, I don't see her anymore and she's not really in my life. And and even though they're my Facebook friends now, they never talk to me. You know, like, it's like a dutiful Facebook friendship, but I don't, oh. it's almost like they don't <laughs> even remember who I am. And I have yes. a lot of sadness about that because I do actually want to hold everybody really close. So me too. I, I, I'm not good at losing people, which is probably why all these recent deaths have just done me in because I, I can't lose people that matter to me. And um, so, yeah, I, I guess that if I've you've been your friend ever in my life, you've come into my heart. I love you and I will always love you. And to me, you're that same person because our souls are the same. Right. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So to me, it's the connection of souls. And and my soul connection has nothing to do with the autism. Like the autism of my daughter has nothing to do with my soul to soul connect to anybody I meet. You know, you are my friend, not because we both had children with autism, but because our souls connected. Um, True. That's what I see as real friendship. And therefore, the autism has nothing to do with it. And I can be soul connected to people who know nothing about the autism of my daughter. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because for me... So you don't have the... Like this is that's beautiful and perfect. And mm -hmm. on my best day, I can be that way. Okay. But like you don't have the thing where you feel like, and I mean my best day. Um, you don't have the thing where you feel like, like okay, so like I, oh my god, do I have more stuff to get over? That's gonna suck. Okay. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Stacy's gonna call her therapist after this session. I need two days a week. <laughs> my, my In fact, therapist. do you have something every day? <laughs> My therapist kids are through college, but one of the reasons they went to nice colleges, I'm confident, is me. Okay. Um, no, I um, – uh, God bless the therapist. Um, no, you don't have the thing. This is a thing I have. Okay. Um, I'll be at, like, a, a, this classic example. I was at a thing yesterday, day before, for work, and I had to leave because um, 21 needed a ride. Okay. I felt stupid for leaving because my 21-year-old needed a ride. 
And I didn't want to tell people I need to leave because my 21-year-old needs a ride because I was pretty sure they were thinking, because I've decided what they're thinking. Uh-huh. Like, you know, I don't, I don't need them to actually tell me or share with me what they're thinking because I've got that all sorted out for them. Um, it's super handy to have all those conversations ahead of time. Um, but, but like, I felt embarrassed about that, and it makes me feel a little like I'm not doing a good job, or uh, our family's a little damaged, or something, or different. I don't know so, so, but I know. I, I hate you. Am very, <laughs> yeah, but I've had a lot of therapy in my life. I am very face value with my friendships. I'm like together right now. We're in the moment. If I had to leave to give my daughter a ride somewhere, I'd just be like, I got to go now. Bye. I wouldn't even think about it. No, nothing. you wouldn't. It doesn't no. bring forward for you. Like, oh, I haven't gotten the driver's license. Oh, I haven't figured out the bus schedule. Oh, he's no. not going to do this. We're never going to live, and now we're under a bridge. It doesn't I happen to you all the time. There's a lot of shame in there. No, no, you know? Um, no, yeah. No, no. My, my life is just a big shame bubble. No. <laughs> no. I mean, no. We, have, we have the driver's license, but then we have the driving on the flat tire. Sure, sure, and, sure. Yeah, and so then yeah, I yeah, have yeah. to leave the pool to go bail her out, right? you know, and go pick her up. And so that is a disruption. But to me, it's, I don't feel ashamed in front of those people. See, I feel wait, more I'm going to have an epiphany. Here's our epiphany. Okay. Because you don't have your identity wrapped up in That's the diagnosis. It. I don't. And I do. And so what I see is a personal failure. And what you see is a circumstance. Yes. So why do you have your identity wrapped up in that diagnosis? It has because to do he's with the, right, but I, he's the reason. He's not the only reason. Because if he's not my reason for not having done stuff, then I have no excuse. So now, really, this is about you're not having done stuff. So this yeah. is getting right back to you in school thinking you need to be a senator or something. And right, you right. are not having done stuff, not having succeeded. Therefore, he's the reason. But if we have to take him out of that equation, you have no reason for not having done stuff. But exactly. Except for some like personal failings and mental health issues or something. Okay. Do, do, you, do you know what I mean? So, and also, you know, I went to graduate school with Miss Pulitzer Prize winning and do you want to go to Harvard with me? And I said no. Okay. Because so, I didn't want to leave Molly. Okay. So to me, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're talking about why are you on this earth? Like where are you getting your self-image from? You know, really? Because... The truth is I haven't done a lot with my life and a lot of it is because I have a daughter with autism. It is that reason. But um, so I can once in a while say to myself, wow, self, you haven't done what you wanted to do with your life. And then I say, well, be easy on yourself. You've had a lot of other things thrown into your path that you had to attend to. So then I have to say, okay, I have to be okay with that. And I am. And then just take life where it is. So, so if my life today is sitting at a pool with a friend, that's my life done, you know, and, and enjoying every moment and not Hear being, me. Me cry. I'm, I'm sorry, not being upset about what I haven't achieved in life that I thought I would, 
Because the truth is life isn't about our accomplishments and our achievements. Life is about who we are as a person. And you are a beautiful person. Well, thank you. Yeah. You know, it's about how we connect with people in the moment. It's about um, how we love and are loved. That's what life is about. And it's not, and, and because you went to that kind of school, that sets you up for that, you know? Um, I went to a worthless high school, you know, so I, I wasn't set up with expectations, <laughs> but I did have expectations of my life. My father was, you know, an inner city pastor who had a great footprint of, 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 of right. accolades, you know, to me, he was like, yeah, Dr. definitely that comes to your lab So right. I have that where I want to be something. But maybe right. my something is, wow, I sat at the pool last night with a good friend. We connected her life and my life, you know, intersected for a moment. And today, let's see who I intersect with. You know, it, I had to scale down my expectations, you know, to be happy in myself and my moment. I think that might be what's going on here. I think it's interesting that... um um Yes. Um, I, um, I'm just also laughing in my head a little because, <laughs> because I watched Up yesterday. Yeah. And Up, um, I sobbed so hard in the oh. beginning of Up when oh, it was yeah. in the theaters that I had to leave. Okay. And, um, my children were like horrified. It was like so funny. It's still a funny thing in their world. Like, yeah. oh my God, no, no, don't put it on. So I haven't watched the beginning of Up since um it was released because okay. like it comes on and I'm just like I don't want a ball like that right wow. okay so um yeah but the reason up touches me in yeah. the way that it does yeah. is because because the you know Ellie um the wife doesn't have the adventure she thought she was going to have see I'm going right. to cry just talking about it. Right. <laughs> but she still has adventures okay and she sees them as adventures okay. and she sees life as a continuum so then, of course, I got all feminist crazy because at the end I realized there's very few women in the credits. Um, it's a story entirely from a male perspective and, and men. And so, of course, they decided that all her dreams that she had being fulfilled by somebody else was good enough. Uh -huh. Do you know what I mean? Uh -huh. So, so uh -huh. I was like, this is really powerfully anti-feminist uh -huh. you know uh -huh. yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm and I'm like oh because I was trying to see how many um, female animators there were anyway my point being that um, I think that the um, the uh, motherhood shifted what life was going to be like right and it shifted what um, what my friendships were going to be like, right? In part because I let it, mm -hmm. but in a much stronger, more powerful way. What I would say is because I wanted to be a really good parent. Right. I was not going to bring forward the cycle of violence. I was not going to bring mm -hmm. forward, um, uh, you know, abuse, trauma, whatever. Wasn't going to do it. Yeah. And that took a lifetime yeah. of effort. Yeah, I have yeah. no, I have no path to that. You know, Dave, Dave always laughs because, because this is actually sad. But um, uh, Dave always laughs because when we first started um, living together in sin, which my children don't know, 
Um, I <laughs> you're putting was, it on Facebook. Exactly. Yeah, YouTube. I yes. said um, uh, something about how nice it was to always have milk. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, well, I grew up in a home that either didn't have milk, the milk was spoiled, or people said, mix it with water. Mm. You know, we need mm -hmm. to make this go a little further. Mm -hmm. And he could not grasp that there was, like, a home without milk. And, and the reason that that has always stuck with me is it was our first experience as a couple where I felt like, oh, I need to hide what myself was or what my experience was because it's weird as opposed to you know we're gonna have empathy and we're gonna share and we're gonna build intimacy around this right no right. instead it's a fear of rejection or whatever yeah. so I think I think what I brought to parenting was gonna be an intensity right. that uh, was born of circumstance irrespective of the fact that um, oh my god what was if God really did give me these kids you know like <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Um, but um, talk about somebody who's hardwired to, to over-parent. Yes. It's got to be me. Okay, right? absolutely. So, absolutely. But you, know, you, look at, you look at all the things that you've gone through in your life, right? Yes. You know, we're not right. just talking about the fact you had an autistic son. We're talking about your background and all right. the struggles right. that that had, right? That yes. sets you up to then need to be a perfect person who succeeded in the world and a right. perfect parent, right? Yes. And then you got a child who could not, no matter how uh -huh. perfect you were as a parent, could not actually end up in a place where you needed them to end up, which would be highly successful. That's so true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why it makes me insane when yes. people's kids get into like amazing schools. Yes. <laughs> yes. But listen. Yeah. You yeah, have, okay. Yeah, sorry. You, I want you to tell you you've been a good parent. No matter well, where you. your children are, you've been a good parent. But the fact that your oldest daughter is where uh, she is today attests yeah. to that fact, okay? She's an amazing person, and she's going to do amazing things. And all of that, even though we don't take our life, you know, live vicariously through our children, all of that is to your credit, all right? To me, we all do. the future generations are, are a testimony to us, right? Sure. Okay. Sure. So, so, so how do you balance that with the fact that you're not supposed to take them in as the measure of your life? You just say, when, you, when you're getting to that point where you're like, man, I didn't change the world, you say, my yes. daughter might. My daughter's changing the world in her own way. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I'm not mean to laugh at that. No, but if I was a screw yeah. parent, my, you know, this is great when you can put someone out there who's going to make a difference in the world in sure. whatever way she sure. does, right? So right. that is right. that is to your credit, but you're not living through it. You're not getting your identity from it. Like, I hate to meet those parents who are always talking about their kids and all their accomplishments, you know, because I'm like, do you have your own self and your own life? You know, it's not right. all about what your kids have done, right? So right. that right. Right. Oh, way yeah, you don't totally. have to feel all bad about what another child isn't able to do. And, and, and physically isn't capable of doing, you know, I mean, I, mm -hmm. I think that, I think that in, in the big scheme of things, 
up is down and down is up and we are getting it all wrong. I mean, society in, in America is yeah. so capitalistic. It's so, um, you know, achievement oriented. It's so competitive. We feel like we have to be something fantastic, but maybe what we have to be is available and loving and kind. And maybe that really is what life is about and not about all these mm -hmm. accomplishments. Cause the truth is we're a bunch of ants on an ant hole, you know, building our little things that are all going to just like crush anyway, you know, nothing right. anyone right. builds is, is forever. You know, these people who have these great right. businesses, they build, they go topple down presidents who sign in good things, get signed out the next, you know, by the next bozo. Right. You know, these things right. happen all the time. So it's not about the accomplishments. You know, you people do great things and then they die and it's done. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's true. Yeah. 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 Well, it so, is true. It is true. And it's, it's also true that, um, the, um, uh, well, okay. So then, but then this is what I think. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love this. Okay, so you know how there's these kids. Okay, so thank you, Temple Grandin, for being on the planet, except for um, the fact <laughs> that you have a PhD. Right, right. And um, and then I think so. You know, I love to say, who do you think drove Temple Grandin to her appointments, <laughs> or made? Yeah, her mom did that. Her mom. She talks about sitting yeah. with her mom. So. So mom did that. Yeah. So what happened if mom, ooh, I wonder what mom we could be talking about, didn't recognize that her kid could get a PhD uh -huh. or didn't recognize that her kid, um, so where, where do we land in that? Like, am I supposed to be like, you know, I have a brilliant kid. Am I supposed to be fostering graduate school or trying to get him to work at McDonald's nothing you know because because McDonald's hires people for their first real jobs what would he want like what, what am does I he want he doesn't want anything <laughs> like he is the most it's so frustrating so like like he says things like oh my god he was gonna be a game designer right they all go through that face but um every boy Every girl, every person, every person goes through that phase. Um, and um, and then somebody came from Sony and talked at one of his game design classes. Okay. And said, we work eight hours at a time or whatever, and sometimes we don't really have time to go to the bathroom, and sometimes I sleep under my desk. Oh. And he said, oh, I need to go time to go to the bathroom, so I can't be a game so designer. I can't be a game designer. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Thank I you, Mr. Yeah. Game Designer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. So, so like, was game designers, and then also turns out, so like, I can't handle all this work. I can't do all this work, right? Well, by hook or by crook, in little ways, this summer I've managed to work in. We have he has three jobs where we are kind of mutually responsible for him getting there, whatever. But he's been working a about 30 hours a week. That's great. Over the summer, yeah. even with the class. He has no recognition of this. He's like, I couldn't possibly ever work 30 hours a week. And then I say, well, yeah. look, let's add this up, yeah. right? And, and, he says, and, and he says, well, yeah, but like, um, that's not sustainable. And then <laughs> I think it's so funny because, because here he is, you know, then he plays D&D &D for four hours. 
um, throws in a load of laundry, eats. I'm like, you seem pretty happy and relaxed. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, this does not seem like an overwhelmed person. Have you ever had to stay up after 10.30 to finish homework? No. You know, are you in college if you haven't had to stay up past 10.30 to do your homework? I don't know. So, so, um, so there's a part of me that says, oh, this is just always screwed with me. Always. Um... Oh my gosh, I can't believe you don't have this. Okay, maybe you do. All right, so so everything I thought he's not going to be able to do, he's been able to do. Right. right. Right? So then I get in my head this little burrow. He can do what he wants to, I start uh-huh. to think. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. Yeah. And then, well, that yeah, that's not really true, is it? Because he can't entirely. But anyway, so then I put it on the track and I say, because he does whatever I tell him to do, I that sounds bad, but it's kind of true. Okay. I might as well just tell him get the PhD, because he will. He'll be like, "Oh, what's next? Oh, I gotta take those classes. Okay, I gotta write that. Okay." Well, d- let's d- start. D- yeah, but let's. You start. know what I mean? You're jumping ahead and you're projecting yeah. onto him. You know, you have right, to but- start with let's finish this class, and then let's finish a degree, and then oh, how did, how did you like that? Would you like to go on? How would that feel? You know, I mean, you're right, have to right, walk right, 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 right. Not go right to the no. PhD. <laughs> no, no, I know, but what, but what I'm saying is he, we never had a day where he uh-huh. sat down and said, I got to figure out which college to go to. Right. I said, you need to go to college or we need to find work. And he said, oh, I'll take a class. Okay. And so then we signed up for a class, and then we had a couple turns where we did a class each time. Now, my plan all along was to chain that up to, like, you know, I'd like him to have, like, a, at least an AA or something. You know, like like a college degree that he could show. Because I thought that would help him with employment, like, show that he, you know, is integrated or whatever. Right. But um, I often feel that if we, like, say just owned a family restaurant... Mm-hmm. And I had said, "Oh, well, you just need to work in the family restaurant." He would have been like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I've, you know, he he's, so he's like, he's like, he's so like the opposite every, of my daughter. <laughs> it's so weird, and so like, but he likes every class he's ever taken. Yeah. That's so cute. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I love astronomy. I yeah. love the, except for stats. He hated okay. stats. Right. Um, but he hated not passing stats. He didn't hate going. He's uh-huh. he's missed like one class ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because he so, had a cold, he thought he was too sick. So you keep the kid in school because it's working for him. Right. But, but, but if I were really going to take a step back as an as a autism mom, that's all my idea. Yeah, but that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing because he needs you to guide him. He needs you to executive function him. So Apparently. it's okay to, yeah, it's okay to do that. You know, my, um... My sister executive functioned her children, you know, through school, <laughs> her child through college, you know, um, because he needed that, that organization to get him through. And now he has an engineering degree, right? So you can do that for your son because you're, you're, you're setting him up for a better life. And that's, that's the idea. So you just keep doing, I think that if he can do it, he can do it. It's, it's the kids that we think should do something that can't do it, that we get into trouble. You know, if he's in school and he's managing it and he's enjoying it and he's happy, 
then he can stay in school. If he was in school and he was flunking out of everything and he was like stressed out and he wasn't sleeping and his anxiety level went up, well, then McDonald's is probably a good idea. And that would be okay too. So I don't worry about you getting him to the place he should be. You know, it's just going to take a while. And you just have to like take it one day at a time and not worry about Mm -hmm. the PhD right now, you know? Yeah. 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 I think it's hard when you, um, um, so winding back to friendships, (laughs) I think that, um, it's very, um, um, Yeah, I think I think Colorado spoiled me a little. And not in the sense that we use it in the current century, but I mean in terms of food or um I think that um I had a very easy time making friends there. Okay. And um I think that uh you know, we were still at the tail end of homeschooling. Uh-huh. Homeschooling made it very easy to make friends. Yes. Um. Not always everybody's lovely because, right. like, you know, we have huge differences in approach to life. But it made it very it, – because also, you know what I was thinking about homeschool friends is because a lot of people in the homeschool community are super, like, I'm going to vigilant about their kids. Yeah. There, there's often things where you need to stay. Yeah. You know, you don't drop your kid off for two hours. You're there. Yeah, for the like he did a Pokemon club that was like three hours long, and parents were required to stay. Okay, and I made friends with those people because, right? right? Or or his first D and D group, we all stayed, you know, and and then I look at that and I think like, what valuable friendships came out of that? Like I. You know, I complained a lot at the time about mm-hmm. spending four hours every Friday night, mm-hmm. but he's still friends with those people years later, and all they they just um they just talk online, and and they're his friend friends, you That's know, nice. and um and you know my I have real friendships from from those days as well that are sustaining and interesting and and all that, and so so I think that unfortunately, um. I kind of lost the ties that you get from school, mm-hmm. right? Coinciding with a move, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, do you, you know. So, so I think what you end up with is you don't have the friend you can call to go to lunch anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have a social right. structure of friends from the school situation. Right. 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 And so, so yeah, you know, when I look at this recipe or these circumstances. Yeah, this this was this was going to be tricky socially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, for yeah. me, yeah. right? Yeah, because yeah. absolutely, um, you know. So in that sense, I think um, I think it's a question of time, right? Um, but also it is um, it evolves, mm-hmm. right? Friendships mm-hmm. do your they ability do to make them mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to. Um, to sustain them. I, um, it's, it, you know, and, and you've reminded me, I have some friends that I really adore, but mm-hmm. we only did like three things together ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause your soul's connected. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and we like you know she was really busy with her super duper big career, and um and you know she was the main breadwinner, and um, I was stay at home mom, but uh, dealing with all of the interventions and ABA stuff and and everything, and and we we're still friends mm-hmm. to this day, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So so I I think um I think there there is something to that. Now you and I have a different perspective on isolation. I have found autism very isolating in terms yeah. of friends. Yeah. And and I think also that many people I bump into mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. um but but you you have um I th- think maybe what's different as I've thought about it is I it's kind of actually the ironic reverse of what you were talking about. Okay. So because what you've done is you've engaged somewhat online uh-huh. with people who are who have autism in their lives. Right? Lately. Consciously. Lately. Yeah. So you go to a site and it talks about oh so that's lately. So if that's you go to lately. a site and you do, I never ever Ever <laughs> do that? I like, never did that I before the be. last two months. Never, and I'm not sure it's a yeah. good thing. But yeah, I, sh- yeah. No, 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 no. I don't. I try to engage outside of autism for the most part because I want my life mm-hmm. not to be. I don't want to stamp on my forehead autism mom. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. You know, I want the mm-hmm. stamp on the forehead mm-hmm. to say me. <laughs> You know, so no, mm-hmm. no, no, I don't think I'm any different than that. I all, I think um, also, um, doesn't it switch for you sometimes around? Like, how it works for me is some days I'm fiercely autism mom, and everybody best to understand that that is the perspective I'm coming from. And God help you if you do not remember on that particular day that that is the perspective. If I'm coming from, okay. right? I um, uh, particularly if people say really discriminatory things, uh, then I'm then I'm on a rampage about about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think that um, uh, the the ability to make space where you let people understand how difficult some of your days are mm-hmm. it, it is critical mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so. and you may not even recognize them as difficult and and I also think that friends discomfort is not terrible no. you know like I think it's I think it's okay for sometimes for people to be like oh because because you're like oh is my tuesday right 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 <laughs> so right, right. You, you know right. so so i try i really try super hard to understand where people are coming from and what their life situation is and um um that's really important to me mm-hmm. so so i think there's also some of that um failed expectation um, right. part there too as well um, and I get tired of people um, I was noticing uh, so okay so we've been having people share this idea with it on their pages or, or whatever of, yeah. of like yeah okay so so I'm finding that embarrassing in terms of like like a friendship thing it's hard, kind of hard to explain but so like I have a friend who like um, 
you know, she's got a couple really cool books published. She's super well integrated into her community. She just bought a yoga studio. Um, and she's having all these really great events and stuff. And she put a thing up and she's like, oh, if you have anything to do with autism or um, whatever, you know, my, she doesn't know you, so she doesn't know you're brilliant. But she's like, my brilliant friend Stacey, da 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 And then I think, like, um, okay, really, I'm, this shows nothing of brilliance. Do you know, like, 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 this is like two friends talking and sorting things out. But I don't think this is about. I don't think this shows either of our intellectual capacities. Oh no, not at all. Because we're not. We're just talking. We're just sorting things out. Right. But right. And so, so, so. But I have had this happen now a number of times where people are like. So then I think. Okay. So here's the part. But here's the thing that gets me. This is how it relates to friendship. See if you agree. You won't, but it's funny. Okay. Um, I wonder if people hear what I have to say in my life with my friends about my experience because they perceive that I'm smart. So what I have to say about autism matters to them in part because I'm smart. Like, like do we not listen to people's voices who aren't articulate, who aren't bright do, 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 well yeah do you we know don't. what I mean like we don't <laughs> we don't okay, but we should <laughs> we like, value it should not be the measure of whether or not it, it, it's well I on, on some low level I believe that but on another <laughs> level I'm not going to listen to anyone who doesn't have something good to say because then yeah, I, and I'm going to evaluate whether or not it's good to say okay so I might hear what someone says is smart and someone else might listen to that same thing and say, well, that was stupid. You know, uh, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So I think the long and the short of it is, I don't know why I went off on that. Perhaps we can just cut that out. It's, um, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's going to be okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> no, no, no. This is okay. Cause Stacey, the truth is you have a million friends. I mean, you really do. Like I, I watch all the people who engage with you on your Facebook yes. and they're just like, oh, that's so funny. No, oh, that's so, you know, like it, really, I mean, when people engage with me, they're like, oh, pretty picture. You know, I mean, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I have never been valued as intelligent. I mean, it, and, and it's not, I know I'm intelligent, oh, but it took me years so to think I was. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> So I, I, I think that... I don't think I'm ever good friends with somebody that isn't really smart, to be yeah. honest. Okay. Like, like I yeah. can, like, I can be, you have to be able to, so like, I have people I value. Yeah. You know what ends up ha happening, actually, what? is I decide anybody I like is really smart. Oh, okay. Okay, because you can find, it doesn't everybody have their own set, state of genius, Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And we have to start believing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. have to treat people like that. Oh, right. no, I totally agree. But like, I think of you as so smart and insightful. And, um, and, and I also think that um, I really think your kind of art shows, um, you know, that as well, because it's an expression of, of intellect and soul as well. But in any case, yeah, so um, that's funny what what people get praised for. You know, like in, in yeah. friend groups or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because I would think that you would get that all the time. You know what? I mean, here's the truth about perception versus reality and people's own perception. Yeah. And, you know, it's all skewed. Everything's skewed. 
You know, That's true. why are we all playing this game? Oh, this person is smart. This person is smart. This person is clever. This person isn't clever. This person has is accomplished. This person isn't accomplished. Mm. What is accomplished? Right? What is accomplished? Right, right. Well, and I was well, I was at my family camp thing and um I had one of those embarrassing moments. Well, I find them embarrassing where somebody says I said something about uh, when Harvard was founded. Oh, because you're playing Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. And and somebody said, "How do you know that?" And I was like, uh, uh, "I'll explain why I know that." And um and somebody else said, "Oh, well, she has a PhD in history." My my boss said this. And the person turned, whipped around. Wait, you have a PhD? Why are you doing this job? Yeah. As yeah. as youth coordinator, and I and I'm like, um, because it's really an important job. <laughs> <laughs> because it's hard to get hired at 50 and fat. Because, like, like what do you want me to say? Like, I, got a, I got a couple of reasons why I think this is working. <laughs> right? But, um, but he said, um, he said, oh, well, do you, you know, do you have any books I could read? And I said, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't publish. I had uh, kids instead that I focused on which sounds like 1964 stupid because everybody can combine all these things together I don't know why I said it but sometimes you just say dumb things and he said oh but you know so he they all love Molly and so he's like oh no you've got these like tremendous bonds with your kids and and that's like such a measure of a life well lived and you know, he's like I've got a professor brother who's very accomplished in their field and his kids won't come home for Christmas mm-hmm. and 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 so he you know he really genuinely looked at like mm-hmm. that life um, had like my life has value yeah which is nice yeah I'm not gonna mitigate that I did find it funny um, in the sense of we haven't changed the paradigm, you know, where <laughs> we still decided that there's like, you could have been this kind of accomplished, but you're this kind of accomplished. There's still a judgment of success or failure yes. in, in intrinsic in that. Yes. And so I have a problem with that because like, you know, like I have a friend who's got like a heroin addict kid. She did not set out to have a heroin addict kid. She right. did not fail. She right. did not, not put in the, you know, right. Whatever. Right. And right. so I don't want that mom to feel bad. Right. 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 So somehow you have to take that in, hear it for the compliment that it is, and not immediately reflect it out negatively. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know, like, I yeah. can't just hold up a screen that says, but really. Right. <laughs> right. But, you, know, like, you know, even for your friend with a heroin addict kid, it's a mm-hmm. snapshot in time. You know, I had a friend right. with a heroin addict kid. Now that heroin right. addict kid is doing great things. Right. right. That heroin right. addict kid got his act together, you know, and started doing really great things. So, you know, you did, it's a moment in time. It's a snapshot in time. And what's this judgment? Why do we have to judge people's lives ever, ever? We're all just trying to get through. We're slucking through the mud trying to get through, you know, and, and, and people who look so great might not be. Really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's I think it's been bubbling up and kind of um, difficult just from our um, Facebook group mm. because um, uh, you know we had a, 
offhand comment somebody made about how um, they didn't um, they didn't know before they were dealing with autism that PTSD from something that wasn't military service was real mm. or or whatever. Mm. And you know, I have my expression that I use is I have earned my PTSD. Mm. <laughs> like like, like this too. is not a cute thing. No, no. It's not right, right. Okay. Yeah. So it's not some O C D offhand comment used in inappropriately. Um so it, it, it's very real to me. So, yeah. you know, what I wanted to say back was um, yeah, here are all the reasons I have this, and, and like, this is, this, you know, uh, what it brings forward, I think, so what, what some of what this group and thinking about autism has done, has brought forward things I had no idea that I felt bad about, mm. or that I feel defensive about. Mm. I really didn't, th I thought I was done, if you'd have asked me, I'm like, I feel like I'm zen about autism. Right, right. Wow. In my day-to-day -day life, yeah. you know, like, oh, yeah. yeah, we just go with the flow, and we're doing what yeah. we can do, and, and, you know, I haven't started my will yet since, like, you know, da-da-da-da-da, and then, and then I've been reading this stuff and thinking, and then, you know, I see other things, and, and I, and I smile because, um, speaking of therapists, therapists, uh, my therapist said, who's a trauma specialist, uh, she's like, oh, well, you know, you don't even perceive autism as having brought any trauma into your life. And I'm like, that's right, because it doesn't count. <laughs> Whatever. That's just been a giggle fest, right? No, oh, 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 yeah, we, we've had things that count. But, like, <laughs> make other parents, you know, uh, yeah, no, talk, ugh. But, um, but, the, but the thing about that you're talking about that I think is very, very poignant and salient for our society is we as individual women who are moms need to have an identity that's separate, mm -hmm. yes. friendship that's based on things that are about us as a person and not just our circumstances, yes. right? Yes. But also in addition to that, we have to dig that respect up from wherever ourselves because yes. it's not coming I don't know maybe you live in a society that is more but I don't like no. I my general no. world is not super like um Im impressed with I have to find my own right right kudos right. for yes. what I've right yes so so to that end I feel like um there's a there's a combination there that you need to cultivate which I think is true, like mm -hmm. so many moms. You know, right. I've got moms of um, friends that are uh, have young kids, mm -hmm. and and they're like, well, I don't know if it's like I haven't done anything. Like I've she quilts, like quilt in a while, and I don't have time. And I'm like, you gotta make time. Like I get all like weird about it. You right, know? right, right. You you must find time. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And he's like, oh, okay, that's really cute. You've gone, you know, or or I watch. Um, I watch moms put all their energy into making the perfect third grade or, you know, third birthday. Mm. And as a perspective of an older parent, I think they don't remember, they don't care. You right, should be right. doing something else with your time. Right, right. right. Um, but right. I, I wouldn't have seen that at the time. Right, right. Right. So what I need to do, or what I think I need to do, is I need to spend some time happy with, the things we did do. Mm -hmm. do, do. You know, like, I often, 
just I'm just so plow ahead as a person. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't really look back much at all. I don't mm-hmm. I don't have a time where I'm like, wow, didn't we do like like that was like a really cool thing we did or you know, we went here or or yeah, I was telling somebody um um about taking the kids to Tennessee one year and I was like, I couldn't figure out which year's globals we had gone to and we were competing at and 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 I often and like that's just gone. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't ever th- and mm-hmm. but the fact is like we did do all those things and mm-hmm. we went to here and we went there mm-hmm. and we did sports and we mm-hmm. um when we baked for bake sales and we you know and and all of that wasn't just holding my breath waiting for real life to start. Right. You were living. You were living. Right. I, yes. We said to our kids a few weeks ago, we're sorry that you know, our house was such chaos and we were such bad parents and you had such a bad growing up. This is what we said to our kids. And they both looked at us like, what are you talking about? We had a really nice childhood. You know, we had really good times. We did a lot of fun things. We went to good schools. You know, you made beautiful homes for us. What are you talking about? You know, (laughs) why are we all so hard on ourselves? You know, it was again, this utopian idea of motherhood that I was holding up. Or they sneak in around the other way and screw with you. So, like, you've done, like, this really great thing, Mm -hmm. and you've worked really, really hard at it. And then I get the zinger that's like, well, I never thought I could have friends over because of the shape of the house. (laughs) 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 Didn't even worry about that one, you know. (laughs) Failed to worry about something. Um, So, yeah, no, no, I promise you, if I set my kids down and said that, they would not say that back. No, <laughs> you might be surprised because I didn't think they'd say that either. Oh, but like, oh I would be just surprised. Really nice. <laughs> why did you? Why did you decide to do this now? Why did you apologize now? I don't what know. That I, on? I guess because they're adults, and and I'm always thinking about you know. We, well, we've been real introspective as we've been working on this autism channel and everything else, and so you start to think about every little minute detail of the growing up and you start to magnify yes. those bad things in your head right? because that's what we're focusing on right now and looking at. Right. right. So uh, right. to right. me, right. Right. that's the whole picture. You know, the whole picture is the way we all went insane, you know, and, and couldn't handle situations instead of the picture isn't, we sat by the beach all the time and, and, and swam out to the raft and sat under the canoes and sang in the rain the one summer that it, all it did was rain in New Hampshire. And, you know, we went to Disney World once and yes, it was a, a total disaster. And yet how fun was it? And we all laughed about the disaster of it. You know, I mean, there's all these things we were not looking at. So, so I think that, that we're skewed in our own evaluation even of what our experience has been of parenting. And, and in the end, it's all about the moment by moment things, the love, the laughter, you know, it's, it's that going through the drive through and something hits you funny and someone says something and you just burst into laughter. That's what life's about. It's about those little moments and bringing it back to friendship. That's what friendship is about. Those little moments of shared laughter, those, those mm-hmm. shared moments of joy, those shared moments of aha, we get each mm-hmm. other, you know, um, mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. it's about. It's not always about the deep things and the hard things. And, and I have that. I have friends that I've walked through the dark valley with. Um, mm-hmm. They've walked mm-hmm. with me on something. I've walked with them on something. Those are deep, deep friendships. But if we just have that and we don't have the laughter, 
we've got a friendship that can't be sustained because it's just too difficult, you know? Um, mm -hmm. It's got to be about those shared moments. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think that's true. Or else it's therapeutic and not friendship. Exactly, exactly. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't ever mm -hmm. want mm -hmm. people to look back at me and say, yeah, she was really nice, but she was just like Eeyore. She was this dark cloud hanging over her. And and I run yeah. from Eeyores, you know? I don't run from friends yeah. that I laugh with who have a problem. I'm there for them. Yeah. But I run from the Eeyore because I feel like they can't flip it. And and I can't I can't deal with that, you know? If I want to deal with yeah, that, yeah, say, yeah, get yeah. a therapist. Get a therapist to help you with that because I'm not trained as a therapist. I'm trained as a friend. I'm trained to be a good listener right. and someone who will laugh and have fun with you. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it's a lot to think about. Um, I think it's, it's, um, yeah, I think this would have been a very different conversation at 30. Yeah. Or, so. or, yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you get perspective as you age, fortunately. And, and, and I, yeah. I'm, I'm happier now at, at this age. Yeah. Oh yeah. 30. Right. You know, I yeah, had yeah, different yeah, expectations yeah. that I wasn't reaching. And, and you get to a point where you're like, it's just life. I mean, really. <laughs> it's just life. Right. And, and, and nobody has it perfect. And nobody has what they want. And nobody's achieved what they need. <laughs> and, you know, no, it's true. You know? And someone's yeah, yeah. sky high, mountaintop, and then they fall off. You know, it's, it's life. Yeah. 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 Or there's three of them. And the, you know, 7 billion other people have it. Exactly. Exactly. That's true. I you mean, know, let's, you know, let's even to have this conversation is such a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Entitled. It's an entitled conversation to even have. Oh, it's a you very, and it's a very privileged conversation. Yes. It's very entitled. Yes. yes. And also it's, um, um, what's the word it's not self-indulgent but it's um well a little self-indulgent that's not a yeah it's word. it's it's self-focused in a way that um is just not something that you can do if you don't have time for yourself exactly <laughs> exactly if you're working yeah i, I couldn't i literally or yeah trying to dig a hole to get yeah, water yeah, out. Yeah, I literally, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you're fetching water or um, you're, you know, preparing meals that take four hours a day. You, you're you not, um, yeah, no. But I also think even when you're just heavy in the thick of early autism, you know, I, did, I didn't no. have time to. Um, um, I, I actually, um, I still don't have a lot of time for friends. Like, I, I, like actual physical time. Um, that that is still it. a. It's a real stretch it. for me. So, yeah, and I think I think the other thing too is like sometimes I don't know. See, when you have a lot of friends that are all over the country, it's also really tricky because it's not like okay, I'm going to go out with my four girlfriends to have a cup of coffee, and then that's my friendship time, right? Right. What I've got is like five texts from people that are like, haven't heard from you in a while. So then what do you do? Do I, right. I'm going to work through calling everybody on, on a Friday and right. we're going to do three hours of that. Right. Like 
that's not realistic either. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. You know, so so <laughs> poor people who are friends with me, they literally sometimes get messages that are like, "I'm taking a class." Um, it's not that I don't love you. It's that you're not going to hear from me for three months. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but I think also some of it is the uh, introvert thing where you need to rejuvenate, you know. Yeah. And so I have to recharge between social um, okay. interactions. Uh, you know? That makes sense. I, yeah. Twenty-two yeah. minutes of downtime is. Uh, for, yeah. uh, Twenty-one and I have an agreement about you know he leaves me alone for twenty-two minutes. Um, and, uh, and that's the agreed upon time, right, right. Uh, but that I just need silence right, right, right. after something. So, so, uh, now it's a little more subtle. Now I come in, he's like, it looks like you're overwhelmed. Like mm. you need a minute. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, but mm -hmm. it ends up being about the length of a sitcom yeah. <laughs> before he comes over. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Uh, oh my god. All right. Yeah. Well, well, I well, this was um, a good discussion. I am going to take my son to work. Yeah. 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 You're going to take your son to work and um, yeah. and I'm going to do this video, get it out. And then you're going to go out with friends, am I right? I am going to go out with friends. We are going to sit on a patio. We are going to drink luscious drinks. We are going to listen to live music and laugh. And it's going to be so much fun. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, well done. Well yeah. done. Let, let us let us encourage um, each other to sit on porches and laugh. Yes. 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 It sounds good. You Thank know? you for this discussion. Yeah. Um, well, I would thank you, but I'm I'm still I'm just gonna cry about it a little bit. But then I'll get back to thanking you. <laughs> it's gonna take me a minute. <laughs> oh my god! All right. I'll um. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye, Stacy. All right. Bye. <laughs>